Hello, and welcome to The Game Show, Outcasting's LGBTQ plus game show where we discuss the news, LGBTQ facts, and more. The format is very simple. Each contestant will prepare three questions on three separate topics and take turns posing and discussing these questions with the other contestant. The person who correctly answers the most questions or cracks the best jokes is the official Outcasting Supreme Leader of LGBT Facts and Puns. This edition of Outcasting's Game Show is a smackdown between me, Lucas, and Chris. Hi Chris, how are you tonight? I'm great, and I'm ready to win this game show. That's funny for you to assume that you're going to win. Well, I am. So let's start with my first question. So Lucas, in which of the following foreign countries is same-sex marriage illegal? Is it A, Brazil, B, Thailand, C, Colombia, or D, Ireland? Uh, Well, I know Brazil has had some problems with their political sphere right now, but I'm going to go with B, Thailand. That is correct. Even though the government does not tolerate same-sex marriage, the public still tolerates it, and especially in like more urban areas such as like Bangkok, still tolerated. Oh, that's interesting that the public is ahead of the government in that way of representation and acceptance. Yes, very interesting. Okay, just a recap of points. That is one point, Lucas, and zero points, Chris. Okay, on to my question. Merriam-Webster showed support for the LGBTQ community with their choice for the 2019 Word of the Year. What word was their choice? Was it A, binary, B, bear, C, they, or D, equality? Okay, so if it was either binary or non-binary, I feel like they would choose non-binary. So I'm just going to cross out A. And I feel like um, the terms bear and equality have been around for a longer time. And, like, they and them pronouns are, like, new information for certain people. So I'm going to have to go with C, they. And you would be correct. That's what I thought. So searches for the word they on Merriam-Webster's website increased by 313% in 2019. People are very interested in transgender issues and the way that language conventions can change over time. I think it's really interesting how they was often seen as a plural pronoun, but now it's changed into one that can be used singularly and how that's becoming more and more accepted by not only the transgender community, but also in like the greater public as a whole. Yeah, I have to agree. Like a lot of my family had no idea that they and them pronouns were like used for singular people. And it was like interesting that that's now the word of the year for 2019. So now we are tied 1-1. Let's see where the future of this game show will take us. For this next question, it's going to be pretty tricky um, for you, so hopefully I can pull ahead. Uh, What do Donald Trump's new LGBT campaign shirts say? Is it A, make America gay again? B, make America great again? C, Donald Trump drag race? Or D, LGBT for Trump? I guess this is the one time when I wish that I had spent more time on Donald Trump's website. Um... I remember seeing Make America Great Again, but like in a rainbow font on some uh, t-shirts. So I want to go with that, but my instincts are t- pushing me towards D, LGBT for Trump. That is correct. And yes. something very interesting happened with um, RuPaul's Drag Race and Donald Trump. For last season, season 11, there was like a main challenge where all the drag queens were acting as like women in government that were like either like relatives of Donald Trump or like against him. And I thought that was pretty funny that that was happening. 
I bet Trump's wig was snatched on that one. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that is 2-1, me. Now moving on to the next question. Which of these American cities is dubbed Lesbianville, USA for its high population of lesbians? Is it A, Portland, Maine, B, Northampton, Massachusetts, C, Tacoma, Washington, or D, Eugene, Oregon? I always saw a Washington, Oregon as like very gloomy, cloudy states, and lesbians have good taste, so they're not going to migrate to there. So it's either Maine or um, Massachusetts, right? And I don't know, Northampton seems like a kind of not lesbian area, uh, so I'm going to have to go with Portland, Maine. Ah, and you would be incorrect. That is bananas. I would expect that. I feel like all lesbians are lumberjacks, and Maine is a very lumberjack area. You know, I would disagree with you on that one. I know many lesbians who are not, in fact, lumberjacks. And therefore, Northampton, Massachusetts, I feel like is a very a very legitimate answer. So this is actually really important that lesbians have a place that is now dubbed Lesbianville, USA, because there's a trend in the U.S. of lesbian bars and lesbian clubs and lesbian safe spaces being shut down. And so it's a real problem for lesbians to find places in their own communities where they can be comfortable with who they are. And so to have a place called Lesbianville is actually a really nice, a really nice idea. That's great. I would love to live in Lesbianville. <laughs> so on to my next question. December 1st, 2019 was the 31st annual World AIDS Day. Approximately how many people worldwide are living with HIV? Is it A, 9 million people, B, 25 million people, C, 38 million people, or D, 110 million people? You know, I've done a lot of research on people with HIV, but I will say I do not know the statistic. I think 9 seems too low, and D, 110 million is a little high, so I'm going to go with C, 38 million people. Oh, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> I just want to smash my head into the keyboard right now. <laughs> but around uh, summer of 2019, Queer Eye star Jonathan Van Ness shared his experience with HIV, and it's, I feel like that's very important to the public to know that these people that you look up to are also struggling with HIV, and you're not alone. There's like a sense of community in that. And I think it's also great that creating a the normalization of a discussion about HIV, something that was so taboo for so long, is really important in fighting for LGBT rights with specifically within the medical sector with in regards to HIV. I have to agree with you. Okay, so my final question. Which organization recently came out with a more open stance on welcoming LGBTQ members? Was it A, the Republican Party, B, the Irish Republican Army, C, the Workers' Party of Korea, or D, organized crime? Um, well, I doubt that the whole entire Republican Party can come together and decide to be more accepting on the LGBTQ community. I don't know much about what's happening in Ireland, so I'm going to say organized crime. And you would be correct. Oh my god. So yes, the son of a leader of a notorious organized crime family is a drag queen, and her stage name is Lady Godiva. That is a beautiful name. I wish that was my name. <laughs> so yeah, it's really interesting to see an organization that has very negative connotations to it come out and take an open stance on welcoming LGBTQ members. And it's interesting to see that it's, in fact, organized crime that is that organization. 
That's great. So Chris, even though you did answer that last question correctly, you do only have two points, whereas I answered every single question correctly, and therefore I have three points. So the winner of tonight's game show is in fact me, Lucas. You don't have to rub it in my face like that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to announce the winner. Oh, well, you could have just lied. Our honesty is more important than you winning. Okay, what about, like, my knowledge on Drag Race? Can that, like, count as a point? <laughs> Did you know who Lady Godiva was? No. <laughs> so it's then like... I'm sorry. Your knowledge on Drag Race is not helpful in this situation. But thank you for coming anyway. Thank you so much for having me.